But at the end of it, like we'll get anywhere from six to ten thousand dollars a month from like the work that we're putting in. That is a hundred percent worth the little annoyances that we're going through, you know? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like and sometimes you'll feel like I've definitely felt like so frustrated. And then I've just had to sit with that feeling for like a week (laughs) and then been like, okay. This is not actually that big of a deal. Let me actually work this out in some way. You ha- you can't avoid the conflict. Yeah, that's worse. That makes it <laughs> As worse. As we've learned. Yeah. yeah. Um. Welcome to the Open House Podcast, where women talk real estate. I'm Steph Douglas. And I'm Christina Moderis. Yay. This is, I, I was on a podcast yesterday. I'm on that podcast oh, every yeah. month. Did you know that? No, we should post about Yeah, we that, should. Like, uh, or like share it. I know. It's, it's good. It's like, a, and this time we talked about real estate we talked about that article that i posted in slack but, but Ooh, yeah we do like the a fact- the yeah the one about how people are are sitting on the sidelines just waiting for the rates to go down but it's for women each woman has a different each woman has a different like perspective so one person is corporate i'm real estate someone's stock market but anyway I'm, oh that's cool I'm like it. a real like a investing podcast yeah cool. that's just with the factora yeah coffee and coal cool. So, how Coffee are you? Point. What's going on? Shout out. <laughs> I feel like I just short-circuited. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm good. <laughs> I was just, like, distracted. We, um, I, I was just telling Steph that at our new office, which I'm very excited for you all to see, we the AC was just replaced. So, we're renting this commercial space, and the AC wasn't working for the whole time that Eric was, my boyfriend Eric, was installing, like, these complicated herringbone floors <laughs> in this like ridiculous heat that Steph and I keep talking about <laughs> yeah. and then they replaced it and then the AC just wasn't working again this morning it was like already you know it's only like nine o'clock and it was already 85 degrees in there <laughs> and they didn't replace the um the insulation on the coil outside so or on the what's it called some, like think? something well, I don't know exactly but like if it, if it thinks it's so hot then it's gonna over overwork and then freeze up right it was the there's the line outside on the AC that uh, always has this like padding on it insulation and they didn't replace that so it was like not being insulated so it was over cooling so it froze um, so that's the issue now which is an easy fix so it's so annoying that they didn't fix it um, so I think Eric <sighs> might just go replace it and then we're gonna be like okay landlords please yes please uh also um we he was like i can't find your water hot water heater <sighs> and i was like oh and he was like i don't know where it is so maybe ask them where it is <laughs> and i was like surely they'll have a hot water heater like we need hot water yes to, definitely you know, right anyway <laughs> the, the joys yes. of renting the joys of renting is it's not there <laughs> it's like the same it almost feels like we own it but like we're not there's no I don't know. I'm kind of, it's like we're spending all this money and there's not going to be a benefit in the end. Yes. Besides, we have a lovely space. Yeah, but, we're going to have so. a lovely space while, we, while we're renting it. <laughs> but like, here's the reality, though, that's making me realize this. I would much rather, much rather just pay someone and like be in control of who's of who's doing what, what they're doing, and then be able to get that money at the end when I sell. Like, yes, I, like the, I guess it's like a control need for control or something. And I guess we have experience doing this. And so some people are intimidated, but like, the intimidation is not worth how much money you're losing every month in rent. No, and I think we've gotten so good at like just being quick on our feet. Like yesterday, 
no yesterday this happened yesterday um our a new guest checked in at our airbnb in florida and they were like the 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 internet's out and i was like uh and so i had to like quickly call the internet company figure it out but within like three hours i had it back working again but and like our ac had gone out like um a couple weeks ago and i had it on within five hours like i had so it's like it's not easy. Like I had to call like literally 15 companies yeah. for someone to come out so late in the day. And then our landlord, I was like, our AC's out at this commercial space, which we don't live at. But like still people are working there. Like it's hard. People, manual labor is so hard, especially in the heat. Yeah. And so it's just anyway, they and they didn't get our AC running for like what? A week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least. And I was like, this is insane. If it were me, I would have called someone, found someone immediately, like, to come out. Because this is, like, serious. People are dying in this heat. So, anyway, it's, like, pros and cons. But I think at this point in our real estate careers, we we would much rather have the control over that. Um, Also, like, I feel like all the contractors they're hiring, our, our landlords are hiring, are, like, like, I was telling Steph, so they had to replace the AC at our commercial space and they had to open up a bigger gap in the ceiling to go put in the bigger unit and they had left it there so of course it was hot in the building so they hired a contractor to come repair it and the contractor Eric was like hey guy do you need help because he was just like standing there kind of like trying to piece it together for like four hours and I was like he's like all right I mean, this is like a what, like a one hour job yeah, for maybe? someone who, like, who knows what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> so I was just like, what are you doing? And he like came out one day and just like looked at it and left, came out the next day and was like, still took him like a full day to just fix it. I was like, who are you guys hiring over there? I know. I know. It's like, it's easy to be absent minded if you have so many property, you know, like if you have, if you have a landlord that's just like has so many properties, we're small potatoes to them. But mm-hmm. It's important so that people are comfortable or at least not even not even comfortable, just like alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I think, yeah, like you can be a good landlord. I think like a smaller landlord who actually cares about their property and cares about the people in it. Like, I don't know. It's just you people are, you know, again, we had like a viral ish TikTok and people hating on uh, less hate on landlords, though. Yeah. Um more just like i have no friends and i was like like so many people said i had no friends and i was like this is so many get off tiktok (laughs) get off tiktok stop commenting on tiktok yeah get Uh, off of it i know find friends it breaks my heart it really does every time they're like well you need friends to do this you know it's very like like, out of disdain um and then a lot of people being like this is a terrible idea this is the worst idea i've ever seen Buying with friends, essentially. Yeah. Right? Like, buying a house with friends is the worst idea in the world. Yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, guys. <laughs> there, there's so many people in this world who probably want to be your friend. Like, Or if you have no friends and you're, like, look inward. Like, something you're doing is off. Yeah. And if you have only friends that would, be, would make terrible partners in real estate, then <laughs> that's another thing to think about. <laughs> yeah like I would never do this with any of my friends yeah which I think I get it I think when me and you met in our early 20s like we weren't no none of our friends were thinking about that it just depends on that point in your life but like you know if you're like 30 and you have no friends who would do this with you I'm like I don't know I know I was thinking about this too because we we kind of talk through 
in our meetings, like, okay, well, if you're going to do this with a romantic partner, why not with a friend? And like, I do understand like with a romantic partner, your futures are intertwined. You're on the same path walking forward. You're like, you have similar goals. I get that. But like, this isn't like you're buying a house to live in forever and you're about to, you know, this is like a vacation home that you can enjoy that you'd want to enjoy with your friends anyway, that like, if you do it right, you're not putting your friendship in danger. You could be strengthening your friendship, you know? Yeah, exactly. I I think they're just thinking of that. And I think, honestly, no one, a lot of them haven't thought about buying a house in this way before. So it kind of blows their mind. Like, they're just like, and then a lot of them think like, oh, if you're buying a house with friends, you are, you're living in it, right? Like, you're living in these houses. And it depends on the stage of your life, right? Like, when me and Steph were buying houses in our 20s, yeah, we were living with friends. We were like buying houses and renting them, you know, renting a room out or whatever, living with friends. I think at this point we're in the stage of like, you know, you like you got a ranch house that I'm like, like that with five friends that you guys like go and visit because you rented out spaces like that to go hang out with all your friends. And you're like, well, why don't we try to find something that like we don't necessarily have to go rent out from someone else like we could do this. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, I think we're just like, hopefully opening up other people's minds where maybe they're, they're just like resistant to it now, but the more they see this concept, the more normal it will be. What if like you have friends now that you're not doing any business, you know, you have just like this one note relationship with them and then you do business with them and you see deeper who they are and then it's bad. And that's maybe what experience people have had, but like it. Maybe you don't want to be friends with them anyway if when they get into business, they're greedy or they're they're not pulling their weight or all of these things. And like, do you still do you want to be friends with them even if you don't do business? With, you know what I mean? That's such a good point. And like, I think we've had to learn that lesson in some ways. Like it's you do find out the true character of someone when you go through this. Yes. And I would say like, you're going to find that out. You're also going to find out maybe not everyone is meant to buy real estate in this way. And they, but the way they handle the situation really speaks to their character yes. and speaks to if you really want to be their friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had to dissolve, you know, not even dissolve, just like amend some LLCs or whatever. And it's gone well. Like we still have the, either the property or we still, you know, and we still have the relationship because we've taking the steps to make sure that it doesn't ruin anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not saying that like it's not going to be easy. It can be awkward. It can. But like, so is a good friendship. Like, I think I've told you this before, like my friend Kendall, I've known for forever. And, you know, she was telling me a while ago, like, I'm just so glad that we can get through issues. Like we can actually like talk, resolve these things. Like maybe we'll get into a fight or maybe we'll like talk these things out and it's awkward but like it's i think it makes us stronger and i'm like yes exactly like conflict is okay yes 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 (laughs) we've learned that as business owners too it's like this and that strengthens a relationship like you have this foundation with which people can make mistakes and you can recover it's not just like all right well that's it we're done so i think that that got a little bit deep but I do it just makes me think about it when people are like never do business with friends like I you know. just must have some some superficial relationships potentially that's a, that's a stretch uh, every, everybody who doesn't do this has superficial relationships but you know <laughs> it might hit like a a sore subject for them right you know? right 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 it, it might 
just like trigger them yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's obviously triggering many people. Yeah. But we just don't like excuses anyway. So we're like, <laughs> yeah. But people on there who are, it's a lot of people who are commenting. I'm like, guys, you're all, look at you. You're all of the common denominator. You're saying you don't have friends and you're all the ones commenting yeah. on this. Po- I don't know. I'm like, guys, I don't know. The internet. We need man. to get off TikTok. <laughs> get off the internet. <laughs> okay. Well, otherwise, we are, speaking of our partnership and our office, it's going to be done somewhat soon. Yes. Well, it has to yeah. be because, guys, we're we're throwing a huge party for everyone to come see it on September 21st. Um, so please, RSVP. We'll have the link in this uh, the show notes. It's from 6 to 10. It is on a Thursday school night, but it's okay. Like Friday's in – I mean, Friday's – let's – are we working? I don't know. We're, we're half-assing it on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's, and our space is designed, as some of you may know, by Danny Cleric. She's actually coming next week to hopefully finish everything up. Um, everything's built by Eric. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> unknown, unknown Eric, but you know, he, he, <laughs> thank you to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're expecting around 200 to 300 people. We're going to have a live band we're gonna have like a little vendor market a dj a petting zoo a photographer like photo booth food truck gelato <sighs> free drinks like it's like all free so come rsvp and bring your friends um yeah we're really really excited about yes, this i can't wait <laughs> they're, they're always so much more fun than i think so i'm i have I have high hopes for this one, but the space is right. Like the we were involved our our neighbors, which is so sweet. Our neighbors um, in our little business complex are all women owned, and everybody's just so friendly and so lovely. So come get to know a little like corner of East Austin that maybe you've never been to. I am excited. Um, okay, what are we? Oh yeah, we're talking about your contain your your new project. Your it's like a your storage container home yes. that you guys did. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to start from the beginning of this one because it's kind of a wild story. So speaking of partnerships, mm-hmm. we... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We had a, a partner on a real estate property, a real estate property, <laughs> a property in San Antonio, me, Christina, and then one other person. And she kind of like is super ambitious and then wants to like do these projects. And so we did a project together it didn't go terribly, but it didn't go – it wasn't our favorite property by any means. And I, I believe that we pretty much broke even um, at the end of it. But she decided that instead of pursuing real estate, which is, you know, when we all met, we were very excited about it, she wanted to pursue a life in rural Maine, um, farming, and, you know, all of that. So she is she moved away from Texas. And she did have a property in Austin. And when she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm pulling out of Austin. I'm done. Which is cool to see that, you know, someone can pivot so hard. Um, but she was like, Steph, what can I get for my house? Like, I want to sell it. And she – I was like, actually, like, we're, our, my family business is in the market. And she had built this – I mean, I saw her renovate it. She did a really good job. She built out a shed in the back to be, like, a little suite that she had on Airbnb. The front house was a long-term tenant. So it was a very, like, stable property – and my family was interested in that as like like adding that to our portfolio. So I was like, okay, what are you looking to get? She told me what she was looking to get. I was like, actually, that's like very doable. So it was a really cool win-win all around. And it's a pretty large lot. And there was already a storage container, a shipping container, and another little shed there. 
Have you seen, I've, you've seen like the befores, right? I worked on that oh, project yeah. with her. And the, <laughs> I helped her demo it actually. Yes, yes. There's pictures, <laughs> I think. There's pictures of you demoing mm-hmm. and there's like, yeah, down to the studs. So that shipping container was just sitting back there and it was storage for her. Like she had a bunch of stuff in there, um, but she cleared it out and we were like, oh, this shipping container could be, you know, there's shipping container homes, shipping container bars. Um, so we decided to build that shipping container out into a little one bed, one bath uh, unit. And we used the shed to like add a little bit of square footage because it wasn't very big. Wait, before you move on. So tell like, so she sold it to you. Yes. Right. And tell us about who bought it. Because I know I was going to say like, tell us about your latest family business project. And this is it. Tell so for some people who may not know what is this family business and its goals? Who's in it? Love. Yes. Okay. So my mom, my uncle, and I have an LLC together. It's we, we, we're called R.E. Mao LLC. And that's it's an ode to my grandpa who passed away a couple years ago. And we have decided we have like an end goal of each of us having a retirement fund and working together as a family and like growing closer. And it's really worked i mean you know there's always challenges working with family but like it's been overall pretty successful my uncle who lives in california he's a mortgage lender and he is 33 percent owner my mom is a property manager she's 33 percent owner and i am the real estate side and i'm also 33 percent. so each of us have um, equal shares and we buy and renovate properties And we have a formula where we buy a property that has access on the alley or a big lot or access um, into the backyard from the side. And we add a little unit in the back to rent out on either long-term or or Airbnb or midterm. And so we've done this. We have, um, sorry, we have 13 doors now. um, And our goal is to have 20 doors and then we'll stop and we'll start taking draws from the company. So we have taken zero draws so far. Explain what doors mean. Yes. So doors, essentially like this property that I'm talking about, it's one property, one address, um, but there are three doors. There's the front house, which is a long-term rental, the studio, which is an Airbnb, and then the back house that I'm about to talk about, that is a midterm rental. And that's what I mean by doors. So we actually don't have 13 properties we just have 13 units okay so so let's go back then you bought this property and you're with your family business and started uh getting into it what was i guess how much did you pay for it yes we bought the property for 485 um which is honestly probably more than what we could get for it now like you know the market goes up and down and you know with with maybe how it's built out maybe we could because there are three doors but um but it was like we could cover the payment with the rental the rental income that was already happening which is already a pretty good deal so we bought it for 485 we then kept the long-term tenant in there she stayed and we continued to do the airbnb on the side the studio and the studio does not have a kitchen so that means it's not a good candidate for long term. Oh, the studio is like a little tiny house. It's like I a remember. tiny, tiny little house. It's like Eric built the door in there. Yes, it's a very cool <laughs> door. It's it's really cool. And it's like you open the door and it's a bed and that's it. It's a bed and a bathroom. Like it's yeah. not there's no it's no, nothing fancy. And what part of town is this property? Yeah, it's in East Austin, but it's Mentopolis, so like southeast a little bit. And it's definitely I mean like 
up and coming, but it's really, really close to a big park. And the, the street is like wide. And it, I, I really, really like that area. What? Like, so there's that front house. What are the specs of that? Yeah, the front house is two bed, one bath. The bedrooms are like somewhat small, but the the living space is open and and big. It's really beautiful. The tenant actually has it furnished like really well. Um, and she pays twenty two hundred a month, and she and that's all bills paid. So she's there. She's got a little yard. She's got her driveway. She's got you know she's got a pretty good setup. And, and it's pretty big. Like the square footage is like what, like six? I think that it's like eleven fifty or something. Like so, oh really? You know, it's it like feels tw- so big in there. But I mean, there's some two bed one baths on the east side that are like six hundred square feet. <laughs> so like it's like double the size of what it could be. That's true. My three bedroom one bath is eight eighty five. Yeah, square yeah. Feet, so <laughs> so it, it does feel it's spacious. <laughs> And yeah. and she like walks the trail every day, and I don't think she has a car actually. So she's just like, hmm. you know, she's it's very close to stuff. She can ride her bike or walk. So so yeah. And then the Airbnb on the side, the one that we were just talking about, it brings in about two thousand a month after all expenses. So like cleaning, management, all of it. Um, and so That's we're great. at forty two hundred a month in income for the property. And then we just finished our shipping container like two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Wait, first, how much is the mortgage of the property right yeah, now? Yeah, the mortgage is 3200 with everything. Okay. So 32 with insurance, taxes, principal, and interest. That's amazing. Okay, so you're going to definitely cash flow like quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. When you optimize and and like if it, especially since it was already in place like cash flowing, it was it was actually a really good deal for us. And you could say you kind of bought at like what people might think is like, oh, this was the worst time to buy yeah. or something, you know? Absolutely. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what we always try to tell people is like, it doesn't, it's not about like a blanket statement. This is such a bad time to buy. Because yeah, our interest rate's not great. Like 3200 a month is high. That's like, you know, but when you, when you have the right things in place or you've optimized the space, then it, it can still make sense. And it's nice that it already came with those two properties. It came with the front house and that little tiny house. Yes. Um, and then you guys saw that container and some people would be like, oh, that's cool. Like save it for another day. But uh, which actually I think she did. She was like, I got I'm going to work it like I'm going to fix up this tiny house, which she did. And then the container house, she was like, mm, I'm going to sell it. So now you are here fixing up this container house. Yes. And how did that go? great and actually she had plans she had already run electrical and water to the Ah. to the back so it was like kind of nice that it was already in place um and we had them move the shed so it was kind of like catty corner the corners are touching um and so you do have to go outside the shipping container to go into the kitchen but i thought that was kind of like open air you know (laughs) kind of yeah (laughs) um but we hired one crew to do everything which is kind of luxurious and usually it will cost a little bit more than like GCing and piecing it together yourself but it was worth it because there was a lot of elements to this because they had to do the plumbing they had to do the tile the flooring the walls like the um, drywall so we ended up spending actually have the spreadsheet pulled up we spent we spent $39,117 on the build out which was everything including materials and labor cool i mean that's and so in that area how much are you guys trying to bring in? Only, I mean, I had it on the market long term for fourteen fifty, all bills paid, including internet. So, like, you know, internet's like seventy five to hundred bucks, um, and it didn't rent right away because it's kind of a weird layout, and so people couldn't 
visualize. We had so many people come through look like we had so many people and they kept on being like, mm, it's a little too small. So we put furniture in there and now it's mm. renting and we have someone in there that's paying $1,600 a month for like a midterm rental. Like while they're, I think they're a nurse. It's a, it's a um, travel nurse. So, oh, that's awesome. So yeah. So furnished 1600 where did you get um, the cash to pay for that $31,000? 39000 39000 39000 So we, as as a LLC, we have all of our other properties. So we cash a, a good amount and just keep it in the, in the account. And that's something that we talked about too before on here is like when you're building, like we're in building phase, we, we take $0. So we've invested up front, each of us the same amount and then we just use whatever we make from our properties to then invest it back into something else and it's smart because if you're if you honestly if you're just like collecting money and not taking it out it's kind of not ideal because you're gonna have to pay a lot in taxes on it and you're not investing it's just sitting there so you want to either take it out or have plans to invest it so that's smart you guys are like collecting this lump sum of money using it to reinvest and then once you get you hit your goal then you can start taking draws because then you guys can do whatever you want with it i'm sure you're gonna use a lot of it to invest um and continue to have it grow yes exactly and my mom and uncle are obviously older than me and so i i'm excited for them to have like a good like we are building their retirement i mean a piece Mm -hmm. of their retirement you know and that's so it makes me feel good. And also I'll, I'll be younger getting this quote unquote retirement. So it's it's exciting mm-hmm. and it's worth it. It is a lot of work. Like, you know, I'm I'm working a lot on this and like communicating and like for zero dollars right now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like a lot of like putting putting it off the gratification for later. But you're doing this now in your 30s. So like that's amazing. Yeah. Like you're going to be and this you're how when do you think you guys will be done with this? We're planning 2025 to be to have to have 20 doors and then start taking draws. So I'll be 36. You'll be in your 30s and have this like same amount of money that your uncle and mom are kind of getting for their retirement, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's see. What? Ooh, okay. So when you're building this out, like what were kind of like the biggest challenges with this project. When did you start it, I guess? And when did you end it first? Yes. I want to know just for context. We started in early June. Okay. And we ended the like the last week of July or the beginning of August. So right? fast. Yes. So fast. How? <laughs> um, so the, the crew that was there was, I mean, it's also such a small amount of space. It's 300, mm. 330 square feet. So like... The flooring that they did took them like three hours. You know, it's like all of these like small little things. One bathroom, a little kitchen. We did, we got all of the cabinets from Home Depot already built. Like we kind of have a formula where we just like slide things in and then mm-hmm. it's done. So yeah, it was really, and, and the fact that we had the crew there, it, unfortunately, like when someone else GCs it and they're doing everything, they have no, they have no excuses but when i gc it they're like oh well i need the plumber to come and i can't do anything mm. until the plumber comes and so mm-hmm. i'm like oh, fuck the plumber you know they're not communicating i'm like having to get them there so i think that helps with the speed of things um this crew is also the crew that stay tiny texas who we had on recently sam he uses this crew to do his tiny homes and they can do mm. one tiny home in six weeks wow okay so so you had that already down what was like the biggest challenge with this project yeah i i think I mean, it was just like a uh, constant, like I'm going there 
and like this little thing like for for example one time i went there and they had installed the ac and i was like oh great but they had installed the ac line in the front of the house on the outside so it looked so (laughs) ugly i was like you guys this is common sense stuff this is stuff like yeah move it (laughs) you have to change it and so they and luckily they were like very realistic and like logical about it and they were like you're right sorry and they moved it so there's little stuff like that where it's just constant vigilance and if like we didn't do much of the work at all on this and it was just like having to go there and make sure that everything was on track that's fair i think also when you start doing projects you it's it's always a harsh reminder that you have to be so specific with contractors you have to you have to like say i want this in this exact way i want this tile in this exact way like it's you really you really have and you have to remind them um we like in the bathroom i don't know if we told you this that the bathroom at the office we had clay tile super expensive you can't it's very specific way you can install this tile it's anyway so they had there's a specific pattern we wanted and they i guess they like didn't eric's kind of project managing our office and so i guess he didn't remind them again like this is how we need the tile done so they did a whole wall of the wrong tile are you serious luckily luckily they were able to salvage it and take it off oh my god um and reuse that tile but uh yeah you're just like oh my god we sent you this we sent you this like what do you anyways you gotta be so you gotta just remind (laughs) them use like whatever project management like tools actually what do you use to like keep all this in check all all spreadsheets just just google spreadsheets and we have so my aunt who is my uncle's wife um she's our bookkeeper and she like every single thing that comes out and in like she'll text us like who just spent money at home depot and that is so valuable it's like so important to know that's why i know exactly what we spent like i have every single thing that we spent on that with labor and materials because she was on top of it so having oh gosh, someone yeah does she want another job I know, seriously <laughs> she work at open house i'm like actually, <laughs> thinking about that i was like what are we yeah like sh- i'm like okay that's we... actually really not a bad idea because <laughs> i'm like i'm always like should we spend i feel like we should spend more through our business for tax purposes but then i'm like but then how much do you spend how yeah. do we know who's tracking that da, da, da. and i'm like uh, it's too much i don't know, I know. like I feel like I would just spend too much and then not realize it and then be like, shit, like, (laughs) you know, it's just not having someone to keep you accountable to be like, okay, this just came through. Is this, what is this? And you're like, oh yeah. I feel like we always have these transactions that we're like, what is that? that?" And they're like, oh yeah. I know. So anyway, (laughs) having a bookkeeper or someone like that on your team would, it's hard to find, but it's. We we, we (laughs) didn't have her initially, like she wanted something to do but we were like i don't know and we weren't making we weren't making cash flow like you have to know what you're doing in order to fix it if it needs to be fixed you know and like that is it was it was a game changer for for our business so yeah that's i no one was doing that at our florida house either I, and sometimes it takes a couple years yeah. to really like get it right get and get the cash flow right um because sometimes things will come up and you just want to throw money at yes. it. So now I'm the one going through everything, looking through everything. And I'm always like, what is this? What is this? And, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not, I don't do it by the week. I do it by like a month or every other month, uh, quarter. Yeah. like it's not consistent, but right. I am definitely checking it now. And we have $20,000 in our bank account now. So great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than last year when it was like, where is all our money? We had such a good summer. Like what is happening? I know. 
exactly. <laughs> it's I yes. If you if you're in the real estate business, yes, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. It just goes away. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah. So that has been helpful, and then also having. I mean, having partners is so important in to me. I mean, everybody has their strengths. Everybody has their like we, and everybody is also very forgiving and like they our relationship above everything and so my uncle and my mom are just like like we would never let anything people are like don't do business with family but like i know that this will not be the downfall of our relationship no and and like you don't have to share any detail or whatever but i know it's not like always easy right like i know like you know but it's worth it and again i think like i to, I wouldn't do business with my parents, but my parents like they're they have their own. I just don't agree with their values yeah. with money, um, and or just in general. And I, <laughs> it's just, but again, I feel like if we had work, if we like actually maybe with like one parent, I could probably like make it work and like yeah. try to get through that conflict and like work through it, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm choosing not to. Yeah. I'm, I'm choosing not to do that work with that parent because it's just it. It's just I don't know if that's I'll do work with my sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like you choose which family member or you cho- you're choosing like to go through this, and it will there will be conflict. There's not going to not be conflict, right. and if there's no conflict, something actually is probably yes, wrong. yes, yes. <laughs> like being real, and yeah, the the differences in. I mean, we haven't had any like disagreements in how to like employ deploy the funds or anything like that it's mostly been like little projects where it's just Mm -hmm. like this is annoying or Mm -hmm. or like ongoing annoyances of like why isn't this getting done and then you just address it and then it gets done you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's been really good and definitely not for everyone but at the end of it like we'll get anywhere from six to ten thousand dollars a month from like the work that we're putting in that is a hundred percent worth the little annoyances that we're going through you know oh yeah a hundred percent like and sometimes you'll feel like i've definitely felt like so frustrated and then i've just had to sit with that feeling for like a week (laughs) and then been like okay this is not actually that big of a deal. Let me actually work this out in some way. You ha- you can't avoid the conflict. Yeah, that's worse. That makes it <laughs> As worse. we've learned, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you you have to address it, and so I, I. Most people don't. They're not. They don't understand that if you're just keeping something to yourself, they don't know that th- that you're upset. Yeah, and that's not fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of so. people in like a macro sense, I just want to avoid these small things or avoid these confrontations so they just completely avoid this topic in general like the topic of investing or topic of partnering it's like that's fine if you really don't want to do it you don't have to but it's possible that you're missing out on a big return or like a big opportunity which is again life's totally fine but life's gonna be hard no matter what so if you're choosing to not choose this hard that's fine but like you might I mean, I, I'm just seeing a lot of those people who on TikTok who are like, I have no friends to do this with. I have no friends. I have no friends. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that is maybe the issue that's coming up with not putting yourself out there or not trying to be risky and like go to this random meetup on a Tuesday that you're like, God, I don't want to go to this stupid thing. But like, maybe I'll find my best friend there. Right. I don't know. Like doing that five times <laughs> until you or 20 times or whatever until you like actually find good friends and then you you know it's like you have to put in that work if you don't your heart will show up in another place yes. like yes. The, the heart will show up but you can't avoid yes it. we are choosing these problems <laughs> and i love these problems 
and I don't always love them. And every, like there's days when I'm like, where I'm just like, fuck. But but there's also days where I get to wake up and take a walk with my dog and enjoy my time. You know, there's mm-hmm. the payoff is is real. Yeah, I I agree. Anything else you want to say about this oh, particular project? I love a, a shipping container project, and I also it was already there. However, shipping containers aren't that expensive, and it and it provides like a structure where you're saving money on materials. I think you can get you can get shipping containers. They're just like everywhere, um, maybe like two two to four thousand dollars. Okay, it's it's so hot here. How did you handle that? How are you insulating? <laughs> oh this yeah. Or? So the insulation. So we had like a um, we used insulation foam board because it's a little thinner, and then he essentially glued liquid nails studs like one by one studs so that you could attach the drywall onto it so like the shipping container is just the structure it is metal yes but like we have a roof on it and then we have inside insulation and um drywall so inside it just looks like a normal house and it really actually is like so insulated and like you walk in and it's super cool in there it also because it is quite small and we have a mini split in there and so like it it is going so but but as long as you insulate i think it's it's working how is the roof it's just like a flat roof you just put shingles on it exactly we we put like like roof paper and and stuff on there so that it wouldn't um leak and it is just flat so like we'll have to be careful if 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 any water pools or whatever like there's you have to keep an eye on it but um Hmm. but yeah so far so good it has not we haven't had a heavy rain since it's been built because we're in like a major drought so there, there might be some like, you know, you some think leaks. in a metal. I don't know. It, it, we'll see. We'll see. Like it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But you never know. Like there could be some. That's true. Um, some what is it called when rusting through? Like metal will oh, rust. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I'll keep everyone posted. Did you paint it before? On the outside. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 it's painted and sealed. So like now the rust oh, should be. Okay totally fine but if if it was any weak spots before whatever because it was just like you Mm. know raw metal Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's cool i mean you can look up like shipping containers there's people that will like sell them to you and they'll bring them to you you know so it could be a cool idea if you have some land or if you have an idea you could plop some shipping containers and build them out yeah that's cool maybe we can do a a little field trip there one day with our women investor meetup yes yeah, we're doing a lot of field trips to everyone's properties. I think in, in November, we're going to go to Jen Carey's, uh, one of our realtors on our team. Um, she has a uh, property in Wimberley that she's going to give us a tour of and kind of talk through her numbers and her process and everything. So, yeah, I'm, I love these little field trips. They've been so yes. cute. Yes, like learning in real time. And people have been loving them. They've been big turnouts and, and a lot of learning. So. So yeah, sign up for a women investor meetup. Yeah, uh, yeah, we just had like a bunch of new people, and if, so we we do meet in person every month. Typically, we might actually switch that soon, but we also have a Facebook group. So if you're from out of town, out of state, whatever, you can still join. I just saw someone who posted and was like, "I bought a house in Georgia, and like I'm house hacking it, and you know, any tips?" And then some other lady was like, "I live in Georgia. Tell like." Let me know if you ever want to meet up. So, you know, there's other people in other states. There, yes. So welcome to join. Yes. Yes. And like the the network and the just knowing that this is happening and joining the community, it will help you to normalize it in your own life. So um, eliminating or lowering your cost of living is like the biggest way to impact your finances. 
And we, I don't know any other brokerage, say this a lot, that does this. We have realtors all over the country. If you're not in Austin and can't work with our team, but, and you know, hit us up and we'll connect you with someone. But we specialize in this. Everyone on our team's an investor. Um, you know, we've all house hacked and stuff. So we have so many free resources. Our agents are so amazing um and and helpful and just like they don't make you feel pressured into like they don't pressure you into doing anything and it's a lot of education-based learning so or uh education-based real estate yeah Um, that's what we do yeah and we walk the walk everybody knows what they're doing because they've done it themselves Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah hopefully we'll see you guys at our party please rsvp we're so excited to show you the space i'm like also nervous because i'm like we have a lot to do, but we yeah. have a long time. Look at it. We do things fast. We usually. do so fast. Yeah, two months. Two months for the shipping container. Um, and then, do, do can we link the? I can link the um, listing if we. Yes. If we want. I'll send it to Holly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you and if you have any questions about the shipping container, um, hit us up on Instagram and or if you're in our Facebook groups, um, you can tag Steph in there and she'll comment. Yes, please. Love it. Cool. Okay, y'all. All Thank right. you. Bye. Bye.